hello and welcome to Indie Apocalypse Radio. I am your host, Andrew, as I always am. But unlike always, I found a new exciting way to screw up the recording this week by <laughs> inexplicably not like... Why did I not... I like I did the wrong input. And then it's something I've never done before. I did the wrong input rather for um for playing music. So I could hear it like oh, I could hear it perfect. But then I was going to listen to the guests and turn down voice meter. I'm like, uh oh, why aren't the voice meter bars going up? Because you see it's one of those things where there's um there's there's so many points of success where everything looks good. But like, you know, because it's, you know, you get the thing on the screen, you've got the music playing in my ears when I've got voice mirror up and it all sounds good. But anyway, anyway, that's that's well beside the point. I also said it was at seven today, but it's not at seven. But who cares? I screwed up that as well. But anyway, we've got two guests who you may know from issue. I don't have the thing open. Um, I want to say 24, probably. Yeah. It's good enough. <laughs> yeah. Or 23, one of them. Yes. Oh, well, I'm going to get an official answer because I think I <laughs> 20, it was 24 with Kill Crow and Rastronaut. It is, mm-hmm. you've got two thirds of the writing staff here. That be- yeah. And it's, you know what? For the sake of for my sake and audience sake, please introduce yourself rather than me introducing you. Yeah. Um, I'm Kirby, I guess. The thing I do most is the design of the games and the artwork and sometimes the music. Yeah, and then I'm Anders. Also, I Andy, as it says on the screen here. Oh yeah, that's uh, what I, I thought. I thought you said Anders, and I thought like, did I mishear you? No, then... it's it's either it, <laughs> it's fine either way. No problem. Andy Anders, it's either is good. Oh, watch me switch it right now. All right. <laughs> that's what I thought. It, whoops, there it goes. Uh, that's what I thought it was, but then I was like, wait, I want to make sure I didn't misspell. And then I went and looked and I'm like, oh, it just says Andy. Yeah, yeah no, no worries either way. Yeah, I did the programming. And then I did, I worked on both Kill Crow and Ratstronaut. Mm-hmm. Kill Crow with our elder member, Charlie, who regret- regrettably she cannot be with us today. Tragically. Tragically, yeah. Somberly, she cannot oh, be here. Watch where you no. use tragically and regrettably in the same sentence when you're saying someone can't be there. <laughs> yeah. And then Kirby just worked on the on the Rastronaut. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I, let me, I gotta go to, to start it all off, the most important question I need to ask you is that, mm-hmm. how did you hear about Indie Apocalypse? I'll I heard about I'll it field this one. Yeah, <laughs> you take this one. Yeah, I'll field this one. Uh, so yeah, the other two here, uh, the other two, Curry, Curry and Charlie heard about from me. Okay. And I heard about it because, so, when Curry and I were like, maybe we should actually like make an indie game. You know, like maybe mm-hmm. we should actually like make it instead of just like creating copious amounts of Google Docs. Um, it's actually really easy. It turns out you just kind of just smash your face against the keyboard for long enough, and out comes a game. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah you, just you just, infamously easy. Yeah, yeah, infamously easy, and also infamously financial, financially good. Viable. Yeah. Viable. Um, you're one of the indie apocalypse millionaires. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah. Yeah, after that's not that bulge. <laughs> after well, we're actually tri- yeah, billions. Uh, the first well, indie no, game. I'm the trillionaire cool. here. Everyone As everyone knows, from your yearly roundup, everyone knows. Um, yeah, everyone knows. I have not. I did not look at my. I did not search to see if I just snuck under the lower income bracket to get a, a um, <laughs> refund from the government as part of the stimulus, and I did. Yeah. So I heard about it because when. When we were, we were like, you know, maybe we should actually like involve ourselves in an indie, in like the general indie scene instead yeah. of just like looking at Kickstarters. Oh, you think um, a bad entry point. <laughs> yeah, no. So, <laughs> so what we did, what I, it was, I was looking at itch <clears throat> yeah. and I was like, you know, let's, let's try to just see like what this whole, like what, you know, cause it, this was. This is back when it's like, oh, like Celeste, that's an indie game. Hollow Knight, Hollow Knight, that's an indie game. Celeste, let's just like not been making games for a decade yet. Yeah, yeah. right, right. <laughs> so let's see, like, what these, what, what, uh, what, what's more our speed? You know, these, these sort of itch, itch.io people. And I saw, I, had, you know, on the, it was on the trending, you know, the, the front page back when. You know, Indie Apocalypse got on the front page of Itch. Oh, it was it on the was... front page of this issue. Well, let's go. Um, they they, they, they was... turned back around. They're like, oh, we like this again. <laughs> Change our minds again. Um, I forget which issue it was. It was like nine or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... I just think, was it a year ago or two or a year and a half ago? <laughs> it was uh, around then. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and... I, I was reading this and I was like, man, this sounds awesome. Uh, and then I joined the Discord server and then I joined Derigitive's Discord server and then joined Critical's Discord and then DeepL and then that's kind of how I got into here. Yeah. Well, perfect. That's a, that's a great way to find it. The front page, it does a lot of, the front page does a lot of work, you know, it does a lot of heavy lifting when you get there. I was, yeah, no, I have a good, so about that with the with the analytics on on our itch games, mm-hmm. I I always you know we didn't do hardly any marketing for Rats or not because by the time we released it, it's like you know we're kind of over it. <laughs> we, we yeah, we're done with it. It's fine. No, like it's cool. It's a good game. It's just like you know we didn't want to work on it anymore. Yeah. Um, I mean, also it was free. It's not like right. Yeah. Our livelihood was riding on it. Right. So after releasing it, I would. I looked at the, you know, the analytics and I was just, it was shocking how many people just came from just straight up like the itch, like fresh, mm-hmm. pay, new and fresh or whatever that, that one, yeah. you know, that time it was like, wow, I like a lot of, you know, the first couple of days, like a couple, like dozens, like over a hundred people in the first day. I was like, what? Okay. Thank. Like, I guess itch. <laughs> I guess people. So can, yeah, I guess people can find games on this this platform meant to find games. Yeah, we're looking at it. I'm like, oh, I know, like all these things. I was, I'm looking at the front page right now. Mm-hmm. You've got, you know, a lot of stuff that I'm already familiar with, including we've got like Indie Apocalypse alumni on this fresh page. Oh, sweet. Love to see it. Because I was looking to see if 24 was also... I don't remember if 24 was also on the front page. It's too long ago. 
to tell yeah. if it was. But anyway, because I was looking oh, at yeah, my, I was oh, yeah, my analytics, and we're looking at 960K seven-day impressions, which turns into, I guess, 2,000 views. <laughs> That's, oh, man. I mean, you know, I was looking at your, your yearly roundup. Yeah. And it's like, well, obviously, you're still not making money, which is like sucks. But also, it's like, comparing the two, you know, in that section, it's like, shoot, like, like this thing is like, I don't know. Like, there are more, there are a lot more people looking at this than there were last year. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah. It's it's steady growth. I'm increasing, I'm inventing, as they say, new verticals. And, like, because I just, you know, it gets to a point where I kind of, my approach is to become rigidly efficient. <laughs> <laughs> completing the things that I complete. So now where I am, it's like, well, it's, it's done as much as it'll get done. And I have to invent new stuff to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. As you, yeah. The inventing a new job for yourself or whatever you said on that one. Yeah. I do. When you, I'm doing it tomorrow. <laughs> well, I'm doing something I was going to do anyway, but I'm also going to make money off it. Maybe who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Anyway, this isn't a show where I I talk to someone and then take advantage of them, their conversations to, to sideline it and make it all about me. <laughs> well, it is the it is the indie apocalypse radio. It is, it is. But like, listen, <laughs> listen. Theoretically, people who are listening to this already know what indie apocalypse is, which is, you know, it's the thing where you put your games and then you get a modest twenty to eighty dollars in return. Yeah. Thirty-six dollars or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what, what was it? What was your your twenty-three? Yeah, oh. t- twenty-three was like. Oh, I gotta change that actually, so I don't. Oh, we, yeah. we we uh thanks to yeah the indie apocalypse we actually so for the astronaut we um we commissioned some people to get. The, the music in that game, like, oh my god. I didn't do any of it. Mm-hmm. I, I was only involved in commissioning it, so I'm allowed to say this. The music in that game is awesome. Like, it's so... It adds so much to the vibe, I feel. Um, and so we commissioned people, some of our friends, for for the theme song, which rocks, and the, the ambient music, mm-hmm. uh, which I feel adds so much to the game. And so... Thanks to the indie apocalypse and a, a mysterious donor oh. who we genuinely don't know who is. <laughs> yeah, but like, like, yeah, we thought it was one of our family yeah. members, but it's like none of them know, know that we made this. Uh, they gave us like more, yeah, yeah, more money than we thought we would make. Uh, so thanks to the indie apocalypse plus that person, like we actually broke even. <laughs> yeah, some philanthropist, An angel investor. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. We actually broke triple digits on on Rastronaut and Whoa. and broke. I know, which is astronomical. Which is, I mean, cool because yeah, we yeah. did. We expect it to be yeah. extremely in the red. I mean, not extreme. You know, whatever. Right. So that yeah, that's pretty cool. It was nice. But yeah. Anyways, anyway. I don't think are most indie games. I don't think most indie games are in the red because they don't have budgets that exist. So. No, exactly. No, yeah, yeah, we yeah. talk about that a lot. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, we talk about that because now for the, for this current game we're working on, we are like, well, because, you know, Restaurant is kind of our first 
like you know in this indie game scene mm-hmm. thing yeah so we didn't realize that all of these these resources out here like people are just giving away free free things yeah um like fighting out about creative commons music yeah 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 so i was okay so what i was doing it was i was playing uh New ash K. k's new heck uh recently i've been i've been hyper fixating on ash ash uh, they, has been on a roll yeah, yeah, no, they make ins- like incredible stuff. Mega shout out to Ash K. Uh, yeah, so I was I was playing Nukek, and I was like, "Holy, holy nuts! The soundtrack on this is insane. Like, this yeah. is awesome." And I, I, I was like, "Okay, let's see in this this itch.io description if we can get a get a get a read a, a finger on the pulse here for the for the soundtrack and." And they said in in the bio, this is all Creative Commons music. It's like, what are you are you melting my mind right now? Or like, so yeah, it was. It, now I found this, you know, it just just more and more resources of like, so people will just give professional level awesome things away for free. Yeah, to be used in indie games. It's like, okay, <laughs> I will use yeah, this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I guess theoretically, maybe there's there's some like end goal to it. Maybe there isn't. I don't know. I don't know if right as long as I guess it's, as long as we're also selling the game for zero dollars. Right. Yes. <laughs> These cool things. Yeah. So yeah, that was so you know, uh, Kill Crow made on zero budget. Mm-hmm. The uh, current game we're working on zero dollars involved there. Yeah. So but then it's weird to talk about budget because it's also like. Oh yeah, how much time are you investing? Right, that, right. Well, how much? Trouble. How much do you charge your time? Do you use minimum wage, yeah. or do you? Right, like if we we should be we're paying ourselves. <laughs> yeah, if we're giving ourselves a proper salary, it's like oh, oh man, like I don't know where I'm going to get that much money. <laughs> no, you don't listen. You don't want to see the year in review where I fact I factor in my labor, my time and labor, in terms oh, of the cost of things. Suddenly, suddenly that that. Um, that negative number gets way bigger. Yes, <laughs> increases by a degree or two. Yeah, I've even—I mean, I've even forgotten to um, put on my postage, like to to mark my postage cost, actually, mm-hmm. and some of my supply yes. costs. I'm usually good at like most of it, but I just realized I like, oh no, I haven't been <laughs> haven't been keeping my postage receipts and that kind of thing but i mean it's like fine mostly mm-hmm. it's not that much and small all, numbers so yeah far all, all i really would get in maybe a little a couple more bucks on my refund at the end of the year that's i mean that's a good it's a good tip if you like art and you want to support art turn it into a failing business and then <laughs> it's like getting a little grant back it's it's genius all you have to do is be hundreds or thousands yeah thousands of dollars in the red by the end of the year yeah that's all you have to do to support the arts yeah i go there i put in my 1099s then i go over and put in my like my commission and fees payments and it's like whoop by a number of skyrockets relatively speaking there we go <laughs> it's an ingenious economic scheme yes, yeah, yes. money rich, truly <laughs> yes because if i mean if you're doing it all year by the time you've reached by the time you're filing your taxes and you get that extra like 700 hundred dollar bump you forgot that you spent ten thousand dollars to get there you know 
<laughs> it's just yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, it's a little spending money. Yeah. yeah, and you know, if you spend it on something you like, you know, it's supporting the arts <laughs> kind of thing. It's yeah. hardly like you're losing money at all. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's like it's like if the government is paying me to buy all these comics. <laughs> yeah, government government's paying me to to look at itch.io. Yeah. You know. For exactly. hours. To, to, to fund itch developers, the government's giving me some money. Yeah. Well, they, to, they just think it's a fail. They, yeah. they just think it's a bad business. It doesn't make any money. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. a lot of ways they're not wrong. Yeah. But whatever. That's that's besides the point. Enough of. We're in the we're at the beginning of the year. We're well past the whole, like, it doesn't make any money because that's well-trod territory. We all know that. We have, I mean, there is something coming up, though, and it could be, I think it has the potential, even, uh-huh. to be the first profitable issue of Indiepocalypse because it's also, back in, also back in the world of, uh, what's it called? Very low overhead. <laughs> Um, as as a as a little spoiler not a rather spoiler a uh, a little teaser as they call them for live listeners to keep your eyes glued on you know, well, you know what you know what if i do what if i do one of these and i say um can i put a little I, I could just make an image real quick and be like hey look here's a little fun Surprise for people of ah, who cares? Now just wait till it comes out. Okay. Less than the five other people will just be yeah, even yeah. more. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I I tried my Twitter engagement didn't work. You people have to wait. That's <laughs> <laughs> fine. I don't have the energy to do to do that whole whole thing. Like, okay, so how do you use? Twitter for engagement. Do I just have to like talk about Mario and be like, I love. Here's what we do. I love Mario. Yeah. So, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's, 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 yeah some of our yeah our our, our insider trading secrets. <laughs> Give me. Here's what we do for Twitter. We don't use it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we created an account. Yeah, years ago. Yeah, we we created an account <laughs> one year in advance and post nothing on it ever ever. Uh, that's our secret. That's the uh, dream, really. That's what I'm <laughs> getting. Yeah, it's it worked out great. Yeah, it's worked out. It's worked out incredible. We, we have we have a completely you know our 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 community is the least toxic on the internet. It's because oh, <laughs> we don't have anyone. That's beautiful. Yeah, I like to I like to yeah. think similarly about the indie podcast community because I like to think it doesn't exist. <laughs> the secret to having a healthy community is to not have a community <laughs> yeah there's there's no one here it's, no, no. it's it's one of those weird things there's like 300 there's 112 people like currently like online and yeah there's almost like 400 people on that discord server and like what what are they doing what are, what are they for? doing here? On the other hand, the the Indiepocalypse Radio on Spotify has exactly one rating. 
Nice. And I know it's and I know it's from my myself. Oh, okay. so no way. <laughs> so you know, just just more more evidence to show that there's no one here. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say that there is there there's it's a bad one. Wait, wait I guess you I guess you never actually answered that question whether it was a good or bad rating. Exactly one rating. It is one. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> just a really mean spirit. <laughs> A lot of personal attacks. Yeah. No. Yeah. A lot of, just like he just rambles too much. Kind of no clear goals. I don't know any of these people they're talking to. What's the point? Where's famous? I don't de- the music. What's the point here? Yeah. Where are the famous developers? I don't get this. <laughs> Why did Conan O'Brien invent podcasts if we're gonna have to listen to garbage like this? What a what a what a mess. But I don't even. Anyway, that's who cares? <laughs> who cares? <laughs> who cares? That's what the show is. How? Yeah, I will get. No, see, <laughs> I can't get video game people. But I feel if I can get, if I can, if I, uh, when you go like cross-platform, you know, to other mediums, yeah. they're they're like, whoa! It's suddenly like, I don't know if it's just the attitudes of the people I talk to, or it's just like. Oh, I'll be on this thing. There's just like a different, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Different mentality, I think. I think, you know, you're starting to see it more in games where people, you know, came from very little. But, you know, to make games, you used to have, have to, you know, you have to own a computer, you know? Which, <laughs> those things aren't cheap. And for a long time, the software to make games was similarly not inexpensive yeah no the like the amount of programs now that are free or open source or at least significantly cheaper than some like quote-unquote industry standard things are yeah. unreal like for example blender unreal. like what you well yeah, yeah. Well, that's a good example <laughs> yeah or, or like the thing like the strides that blender's making yeah. um as a as just 3d modeling software is incredible <laughs> So now I've been a GIMP household, and I respect open source software um, and all sorts of like, um, you know, that's 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 entirely what I use. I don't use paid software in this really at all, except for like some some edge cases or something. I think I technically paid for a. I mean, voice meter is technically free, but I also paid them because I use it so much. Yeah, I don't think we've had to pay for anything yet. Yeah, no, not for any any software. Yeah, it's like we said, like it's yeah. Well, if you have a computer, you know that's still yeah. a, a barring factor and internet. But yeah. like, there's so much good stuff out there for free now. It's so nice. It's you know, so or e- even like tutorials for learning how to program yeah, exactly. or learning how to model. It's the the barrier to entry is really low, and that's it, so good, so cool. Because ideally, it would just mean that there's could be a lot more interesting uh, outsider art. Yeah, that it comes to be. I think you're going to you're seeing it more, but I don't. The thing is, I think it'll be a, and I've been saying this for a while. I feel that it'll be like a different thing than whatever the current indie scene is. Because even like putting yeah. your game on consoles is super is like super expensive. Uh huh. It's like it's thousands like- of dollars or something. I think. Yeah, or it's, it, it, well, it's almost like there's a few different types of like 
indie game. Like indie game is just a really obnoxiously broad umbrella term. Right. Because it's like, like it's, so yeah, it's huh? oh. across all mediums, you know. Yeah. Right. Because you know, like we were joking about earlier, like oh, Celeste or Hollow Knight are technically indie games or whatever. But then also like some of these tiny itch games. Um. Anyway, like it's just. It, they're they're effectively completely different um, sections of of video game making. Yeah. But I mean, you don't have to worry too much about it because the people who you know the itch games yeah. they just get completely ignored. <laughs> so <laughs> right. not even in the consideration. So it's a complete non-issue. <laughs> yeah, it's the the you know there's the triple I. Yeah. You know. Through, uh, <laughs> And then there's the you know, re- quote unquote regular indie games, and then below all of that, that's where that's where we are. Yes, that's that's where I live. That's where I love mucking it around in the slop with all, with all, with all with the, the literal know. ten second games for yes. free play and browser on itch. God, yeah. you know, some of those are so much better though than like long games that like who cares about? I don't know. I it feels very strange to get excited about. Yeah, well, I, what I like about it is because at a, I feel like at a certain point of professionalism or something, a lot of games become somewhat predictable. I mean, yeah. part of that part of that's because they need to make money back in order to survive and make more games. But um, I, I just the the really small, like teeny tiny weirdo kind of poorly made games are so cool because they're experiment they're highly experimental in a way that a lot of other types of games aren't so it like it's a really great uh like cesspool for a bunch of ideas to bubble up um that could change how people think about making games or even like when they hear the word like game what even comes to mind yeah i've I've had a lot of experiences where I, um, I'll, like I'll see, I'll hear about a game in like the periphery for a while of like, oh, this is a such a such an innovative or exciting or hyped up new game. I'm like, oh, that sounds interesting, whatever. And then I uh, like I'll see them and go, oh, that's what that is. It's just <laughs> yeah. It's like when people were talking about chicory a lot, and then I saw like I flipped over like when GDQ was running, someone's running I'm like, oh, that's just chicory. It's just like Zelda. Oh. Oh, yeah, I've already seen this. It's not, yeah, anything yeah. you haven't seen before. Yeah, yeah, right. It's just like, oh, okay. It's so it's like it's like is that the new genre? It's where where pre- pre- previously it was um, puzzle platformer, but about depression or something. Is it now <laughs> Zelda, but about depression or something? <laughs> right. Or yeah, and then yeah, then the the you know the classic indie game of now it's a. A, a dating sim about depression. Yeah, right. whatever. Yeah. Or, de- or I, I'm kind of of two minds about that whole thing because on the one hand, I get why you'd want to make the the medium of your game more derivative because that's just less design work that you have to do, so you can get it finished faster or you can get your idea across faster. Yeah. So when I think about it that way, it's like okay, well, the priority wasn't to try to completely make a new type of uh, way to interact with the game, and that gives me a much more positive opinion on those types of games um but yeah it, it isn't necessarily as exciting as 
seeing something that you've never really seen before where like you engage with it, it's like what do i even do with this, <laughs> yeah, this, like, this knowledge that this thing exists in the world <laughs> yeah, so what, yeah. it feels less like oh no this is just a regular video game that i can if i'm a true gamer and i don't want to engage with the themes i can just like skip past the cutscenes and i'm just playing a, a regular video game indistinguishable from mario you know right and then it's like, well, and then at that point, it's like, as a creator, what are you, what are you accomplishing with that? Like, I guess there are people, there's the tricky thing because games can, um, somebody spent things to highlight a message. I didn't know. What are these little guys? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> these little circle guys. Some, some kind of orbs, some 100 mystic orbs to some highlight crack, a message. Crack, crack orbs. I, I guess I should perhaps read this. Um, I was actually thinking yeah. of, but I forgot to do it. I was like, what if I just switch off of Twitch and go to, because I was, uh, a, a, str- a stream that I really enjoy, friend of the, friend of the, not friend of the show, been on the show, but also just a stream that I really like the, um, the ambiguity program. You switched over to Picarto as like, Hey, let's get off of Amazon. And, and like, you know, it's basically the same. And like how many followers do I really have on Twitch. And I also direct everyone over to like indiepockets.com slash radio. So if I just change slash radio to be Picarto or something else, does it really make yes. a difference? And I'm just like, it's not like I'll ever make money off itch anyway, or Twitch anyway, <laughs> but I think that's actually a good idea. I mean, because smaller operations are kind of perfect for switching up yeah. platform. Yeah. You know? It's like, I don't know. But anyway, this thing, um, yeah, the itch generation is kind of like, yeah, it is kind of like new wave. Some, yes, the general idea of like, yeah, it's it's like a, you know, it's like new wave. It's a, there's ideas that are just kind of help the medium progress. And the, the, the part of why I'm here is also so it's like, you know, these people help the medium progress and then like, it's not like some devolver funded game. You make your game in your, in your, um, in your room by yourself. You release on itch and it's like, Oh, it's really cool. It gets covered on the blogs, but you know, because of the style of game it is, it's your like 10 minute experimental game. And then, you know, the con the core concept or what makes it interesting is scooped up by some, yeah, Mm. some seasoned developer with devolver funding and then you're like well at least i get sometimes referenced maybe in a review about the game itself yeah at least i become trivia (laughs) yes at least i become at least i can become oh and now for you what's the infinite at least i can become a finiminer one day you know yeah right yeah yeah exactly oh my god exactly that's a perfect example so so like that's kind of why i'm that's part of what I'm trying to do is actually like, Hey, well, I mean, new wave was very popular (laughs) and made plenty of people a lot of money, you know, Mm -hmm. that's the, I feel that's the secret to, you know, you know, you're underground when, when devolver digital publishing, uh, steals your idea. I feel like that would be be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah that's that's when you have a call phone. But I feel like that's horrible. <laughs> no, I, that'd be terrible. I, I think it stops feeling cool pretty quick. Yes. <laughs> when, when you see like... their budget, you see how many how many how many copies they sold in the first month. That's when it stops being cool. Oh, yeah, you're right. right. <laughs> it's like ah oh, yes, this 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 billion dollar traded publicly traded company is funding yeah, someone else who giving someone else millions of dollars to just basically do what I did. 
and then you could obnoxiously tell people, "Well, I basically made that." Well, like, yeah, <laughs> when the when the Infiniminer devs, you know, when when Minecraft surpassed Tetris in global game sales, it's like, well, you know, I basically surpassed the global game sales, except I don't have the money. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, it's it's you know at least well at least in, in the developer case, so long as you don't make it about pixel violence, you'll probably be fine. Oh yeah, right. And like we were saying, you know, like we're below the we're the lowest of the low as far as <laughs> exactly. No, real like, yeah, yeah, real, yeah, dregs of the earth, like right. Yeah. You're, 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 the, you're the local band opening for the touring indie that people still don't really know. Exactly. <laughs> oh my god wait speaking of which we we did that kirby and i did that unintentionally for uh what's this uh frederick brown oh yeah we found we found this uh this image of an old sci-fi book uh by by some guy named frederick brown can you send it in the description? here yeah i'll try i'll try to i'll try to send, find this I'll try to send this to you he's got a, he's got a wikipedia page so yeah yeah, yeah. do you it's, have a wikipedia um, page yeah, no, yeah, but we, you know, did they make did they make triple triple digits off of yeah. the itch.io platform? I don't know. Right, right, yeah, Who yeah. No. no, this I'm DMing this this image team. No, he only had one of his stories adapted into a Star Trek episode. Right. Yeah. No. But like, what you know? <laughs> but what are his itch sales? I don't know. He died. Right. In, he died in nineteen seventy-two. Compared to us, you know, he didn't yeah. get on the. Uh, on the Indiepocalypse Radio, number no. fifty-three. It's just sad, really. No, no, no. Yeah, I, I was. Oh, I forgot this. Yeah, I forgot to change that up because oh, I don't. Fifty-four. Have, I mean. Yeah, okay. I don't have the. It, one of the things I lost in um, my Windows reinstall apparently is that my thing on my like editing the stream info on this thing here. So I don't have. Uh, the the edit stream info on my OBS right now. What am I of? Yeah, just whatever. I uh, there we go. Now the now the info is properly updated. So you, like you were saying, we are were you posting it to me? Yes, you were posting it. To yeah, me. I, I DM'd this to you. I could also send it to the no, for the I, for the uh, no, the no I, I can take care of business here. Right. This I this mean, incredible image that we found. Sorry, I'm a professional. I'm a professional streamer. Right. <laughs> I know all. Oh, I, I have yeah, to this, this wonderful one you found. Uh, ooh, yeah, we're basically the Devolver Digital of what is this? Of incredible sci-fi, uh, sci-fi fantasy collections. Uh, without intending it, of course. Yeah, I mean, a lot of listen. To be fair, a lot of what Indie Apocalypse is is the um. What's no? I want to save the image. Fuck no! It wants to see now. That's why I hate fucking Discord. Because it like doesn't want to save it as an image, it wants to save it as some bizarre file format. Where did you go? I don't tool. want a fucking JFIF, dude. <laughs> Nobody watches. No one in their life has ever wanted a JFIF. <laughs> I want the PNG. It says PNG. <laughs> Give me it as a. It keeps giving it me as JFIFs. This is. I'm gonna open in a new tab again. Now, I'm going to just type, I'm going to type, give me the PNG. 
fucking hide. I can't believe I had, I had to type dot png to turn into a png. What a what are, what is this world coming to? I can't believe that works. <laughs> like, like that seems like something a, a kid would make up for how you change file formatting. <laughs> but if you just type it in, it, it works. Like, what? Yeah, no. Well, why wouldn't it work? What do you think the computer is doing when you pick the drop down menu? <laughs> That's all it's doing. Uh, for the benefit of people listening on Spotify yeah. <laughs> later, the the image that that we found uh, post publishing Ratstronaut is this incredible paperback uh, novella of a rat in a, what appears to be a cosmonaut suit yeah. standing on sitting on some sort of celestial body um, with a throng of tiny people. Uh, T- tiny, <laughs> tiny what appear to be other rat figures, maybe other aliens let's, of some sort. Let's, let's get really in on here. <laughs> yeah, they seem like yeah. they might be other rats. Yeah. They're good. They're and, got... and you can clearly see it's um, <laughs> oh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, they have little tails. They're definitely yeah. some variety. They have very, it's very much. They got real mouse vibes in yeah. their in terms of their design. To be, yeah, to, so, be so, to be topical for a moment. So maybe we didn't really steal it because this is a mouse rat astronaut. Uh, wait, yeah, uh, mouse astronaut. <laughs> yeah, yeah, people so, like. Uh, People like mice. Mice are like small and cute, and it's like, well, I don't like them in my house, but they are kind of small and cute. Rats are weird. There, I still enjoy. I still enjoy a good rat, but they're yeah. You know, no, I feel like I feel like rats. They're a little fiendish. Yeah, I feel like rats are kind of they're on the same level right now of of uh, trendiness as like toads. I don't think they quite breached toad frog territory. Yeah, Wait, I don't know. toads? Oh yeah, I guess they are. I was like, well, toads are on trend right now. Who knows? I, or like I can't keep awesome. up with trendy animals. So. <laughs> yeah. So just just if you're if you're not able to to see this image, it's just an incredible yeah. mouse in a, in a cosmonaut suit. Do yourself a treat and look up the mm. best of Frederick Brown. The just, best of Frederick Brown. Yeah. Look for check. Make sure you check the Ciencia Ficción y Fantasia section <laughs> of your local right. bookstore. Yeah, but well, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> local if yeah, you. But, are. Yeah, I believe that. I, I'm kind of sick. Those, those, those accents. Maybe I'm too far divorced, but those, those accents. What is that? Is is that French? I assume. Well, uh, or Spanish. Uh, the why? Yeah, I don't know. But but the accent. But the accents are. They feel very. Um, oh, am I getting? Am I getting? Okay, this, it probably is Spanish. Perhaps. I just am too far removed to recognize those, the accents for the that O and the I. Yeah, I only have 10th grade Spanish under my belt, so I, I'm not the, <laughs> not the person to ask. I, no, I went all the way to, I went all the way through college. I was up on that. You're the, you're the Spanish expert, you could say. Well, I mean... <laughs> You live in America. It's like our second language. It's helpful Probably. to learn. Yeah, um, no, no, no. Uh, whatever. I'm gonna goodbye. <laughs> goodbye, cool space mouse. So, how did you find Mister that that space mouse there? It was, you know, this is again, you know, just another another layer of stealing. Uh, I found that image from from an Instagram account. My follow, yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, I, and I, I think he found it on his own. Who can say? But yeah, just some some Instagram account who who does does incredible. They just post like old sci-fi book covers. Yeah, kind of a thing. Yeah. But that uh, it kind of reminds me of um, you know, just the whole idea of taking some old school idea and adapting it. Mm-hmm. That even though that's not what we did, uh. One of my favorite games out of Indie Apocalypse. I forget what issue it was. I think seven, nine, maybe. It was it was a Lafayette. Oh uh, yes, yes, the, the the Ernst painting. Yes. Oh my. No, that is God. No, that one is awesome. That is. Um, I think that's post um, commissions. Is that the one that has our Jubilee in it? I think that might be the same. Was that the same? Yeah, issue? it is. So I that think. Is, I feel. Let me see. You always talk see. about them. Yeah. Right. I've got these all like cycling through and I'm trying to look at them all. Oh, no, 17. Yeah. So you were kind of close. Okay. <laughs> Half right. Yeah. No, wait, it wasn't. I was only one off. I'm wrong again. It must have been 18. I, and I was looking. Yeah, it's 18. I saw out of the corner okay. of my eye. but. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's impossible to know this is kind of. This this image this this knowledge has been lost. <laughs> yeah. So yes, yeah. So that is. I mean, that is. A, you're you're kind of really hitting the point of why I do indie apocalypse. It's like how how do you put that on like a switch? You know. Yeah. How do you like? Right. Oh, what is, what's this game? Oh, well, you kind of paint using after image effects. Yeah, you kind of just get like it's it's like you're getting lost in a forest, like in Zelda. Yeah, it's sort of like Dark Souls in the sense that it's dark visually. Right. It's <laughs> like treason. It's like what sort if of. Max Ernst paint made Zelda? Yeah, yeah. That- no, but like the way when I saw that when I when I booted up. This 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 game. Yeah, I was I was like shocked. Like, what what am I even? You know, like what is this? This is awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then well, similarly yeah. with the with the Hotel Paradise that game. Oh yeah, yes. Like I... those two are like they still just stand out for me. Of like these these incredible games I found through an apocalypse of like. I don't know. How are you gonna like? What's the appeal of these beyond being like, like, some some weird art artifact you find on itch? Yeah, yeah there's like, thing is there. There's a very specific type of person who I think is into those games, and I am that person. But, yes, because th- those are both the games that I handpicked myself. Those are two handpicked selections. Those Andrew Choice picks. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, th- th- I mean, they also don't like those are things that are not. But I, you know, I had way far more fun with you know those games than I did with like Shadow of Mordor. You know. Yeah. I I love the idea of games that exist to be bizarre, arcane, hidden things like yeah. amidst amidst the internet that that. That they, it almost seems like they exist to perplex you. That that's one of my favorite ways that anything can exist. Um, I, and and I think that it informs a lot about like how we try to make 
art. Yeah, specifically with Ratstronaut, I when thinking about some of the, some of the design for it, I was I was definitely channeling some of that in there with the uh, just like we're gonna put this in the game and no one is going to find it. Yeah, at all. But it's like like we're going to intentionally make it. Yeah. Like yeah, like how in Hotel Paradise it was like one out of a thousand doors is going mm-hmm. to have something different about it or something, yeah. you know? Yeah, and you're doing that with um with the code for like how like how what like these prerequisites that you need to do for specific things to happen or how when I was laying out the world making it intentionally way bigger than you would reasonably like to walk around in, especially given how obnoxious the movement scheme is <laughs> yeah or like how in in that first like giant vertical pipe how is pitch black <laughs> and then we put this this i don't know if you i i don't actually know how difficult it is to find but the the rat's maze right through a secret tunnel uh-huh. in that vertical pipe uh just this massive maze of pipes and like rooms and tunnels that even if you like find it there's no way that you will see all of it like it is yeah. is massive and interconnected but, like you know, and also like there's nothing like you're not benefited <laughs> like, there's nothing there <laughs> it's just it just exists there's there's very little there i should say there yeah. is there there are a few things in there but yeah well i mean there's what there is what you brought it there you know it's like well, it's kind of what games are like what, what what's there is what you bring to it yeah exactly and i, I love the idea of of games especially ones that have a world that you walk around where it's like the the world isn't necessarily an amusement park. It doesn't like exist for your benefit. It just, yeah. it's not like hostile to you either. It's just like, it's sort of just there and there's not really a utility reason to do anything. Yeah. That's listen, that's folks. That's the secret of Shenmue, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's the, it's just like, Oh, what if we just made this hyper specific, like small block and you just kind of wandered around and, soaked in the atmosphere of it and like oh i'm gonna crank a thing and get a bunch of i'm gonna get that sonic guy that has the guns like the dingo or whatever he is Uh sonic the fighters and i can look at it and there's there's you know there's 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 art to it (laughs) yeah like anything anything like imparts that sense of mystery like like you know when you're when you're a kid and like you hear an urban legend about something or like you go to a like a place where you don't feel like you're supposed to be and your brain like invents all of these stories about it like that's the exact type of vibe i love the most um in art but specifically video games are able to get that across the most because it's such an active medium where if they want to the creator can take a back seat and just kind of let the player uh, interact with with the game and let the game speak for itself. Whereas if you like a, a book or a movie, it's a much more like a directed thing from the creator. Right, right. And you can like pick up on subtleties or that kind of thing. But, it's, you know, you can't really sit there. I guess you can pause a movie and just like really stare at it and go back and rewatch it. But not in the same kind of like exploratory way that you can games. Right, like in a book, like an author has to be kind of insanely talented in order to make something subtle in a book because 
literally all the information you had to write it there and someone yeah. can read it like there's nothing really hidden but like a, a game can just put something somewhere and it doesn't have to be interacted with right, right. and also like and the story doesn't have to even be as there doesn't have to be a story at all right like it, it can just be a space that you can exist inside of and I, right. yeah it's, it's really cool really cool and it's not, it's not like a new take but no. I also have that uh, normal take. Yeah, I also have that. <laughs> yeah. Well, any Apocalypse Rave known for its steaming hot normal takes about things. <laughs> Incredibly lukewarm. Yeah. Average. Like, no one... People people show up in in Apocalypse Radio with all their swords, and they get they get all anxious, and then they're like, there's no one to point them at here. What am I going to do? Oh. No, no it's funny that you, that you mentioned that because um, Anders had told me that um, they were going to to be on the podcast, and I was like, "Oh my god, I don't <laughs> what like a, an, an interview? What?" And then so it's, <laughs> I listened to other episodes of it. It's like, "Oh, we, we just we just talk." Yeah. Okay. Is, <laughs> yeah. No, I. I this is a radio show, I think, more than like a podcast or an interview. Or yeah. that sort of thing, where it's like, "Hey, there's people on. We talk about your." Um, I don't think it has the the reach to justify, "Hey, come on and talk about your upcoming projects," because what three yeah. people are going to hear about it? Yeah. Well, and that's what I, I like about it, though, is yeah. it's yeah, it's not necessarily an interview, so it doesn't feel promotional. Like it, it feels if there is a purpose to it, it's just to make game developers seem more human. Yeah, you know, it's to just. Yeah. Ideally, put different people who wouldn't see each other in the same room and have them, oh, I'm meeting this other... You know, theoretically, there's usually multiple mm-hmm. guests here that don't know each other, that are not in the physically same room. But not this time. No. <laughs> We're the antithesis. Yeah, I should just do... I should work on doing that right now, honestly. I should email people to be like, hey, you need... It's it's, it's so... Listen, there's... I do so much. It's so hard for, like, to fall behind on something. And, yeah. like, it'd be hard to catch up. For a long time, I was, like, way ahead where I was, like, nailing it all. I got, like... I was, like, oh, I'm, like, two or three weeks ahead of everything. I've got three guests lined up three weeks in advance for three shows worth of things. And then I just kind of like fell behind and never caught up. Yeah. Well, like as you know, as I'm sure you're experience, experiencing as Indie Apocalypse grows and as you get, you know, more and more of those projects, it's just like, there is still only one of you. <laughs> yes. And- it's- and I can't even afford to pay myself. <laughs> right. Yeah. So how do you get another person, you know? Right. Will, will you spend your time to not get paid to organize this radio show that eight people will watch? Yeah. You know, it's like, right. like it's, it's awesome, but also like, yeah, it's, it's a bit of a hard sell. You know? Yeah. It's, it's so unfortunate. It's, it's a lot of stuff. It's a lot of work. Uh, and I also, you know, have to live a life, as they say. Right. Uh, like, you can't just have your entire life revolving around this one thing. No, as it turns out, that would be exhausting. And, and I mm-hmm. like to go and I like to, you know, 
be a person within the world. I like to talk to friends and my friends aren't just people online, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Despite the, uh, the loudness of this internet thing, there is also an entirely other real world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, and nary the twain shall meet in a lot of the cases for me <laughs> where I, I have like, you know, I think, you know, I think this is a case for a lot of people or it should be the case for a lot of people. Where it's like where you have your friends and then you have like people, everyone should have, if you're, listen, if any, you should have a friend group that is like maximum, like 80%, I would say not at 80% is too high. Like is that max like 50% online, which means if you're at, if you are, if you as an individual are a hundred percent online, you need it, at least one friend who is zero percent online. It kind of like, so it's not just like, you know, you're all trying to regale hyper <laughs> specific Twitter beefs that literally nobody cares about because it's just people disliking each other online. It's, and that's all it is. But if you get caught into your tiny little world where it's like, no, no, this, these, all these people who I don't know, it's very important to point out that this one doesn't like this one. And that uh, sometimes, <laughs> whenever I see, I don't know, they were like, there was a, a thing about a guy being shitty or, you know, condescending about fans translation stuff and then i saw scatter shots of discourse i'm like what if people just are allowed to not like a person <laughs> you know what a world the that would be discourse. what a what, what a what a world it's like what if i just like don't like this person that you don't even personally know and you're just like oh that's fine that person doesn't like that person i don't need to tell them they're wrong there's a lot of people in the world you know you can't like them all yeah right one and also something about uh fan translations or whatever that example was it's like it's yeah okay to just disagree <laughs> like, like it, it's okay if you if you just if you like fan translations or if you don't if you don't it's like a, them it's, it's, a, it's a whole like, thing but um yeah okay. <laughs> people people have difficulty disagreeing without <laughs> being uh you know uh I say people when I when I when I what I mean a very hype a very specific version of online person who has had their brain so thoroughly rotted through they no longer know how to interact with humans on a standard level. It's yeah, like all, we I, we jokingly said we were the dregs. Yeah. When in reality, <laughs> like, I think we all know who the real dregs. We're, no, we're, we're the we're the social capital dregs. <laughs> You know, oh, yeah, the, the, the <laughs> rabble, if you will. Right. But yeah, I, I guess if that's how you want to spend your life, you just you just live your life the best you want. I think a lot about the um, um, there's a there's a, a a panel or is it two panel? I think it's it's two panels, I believe, from the old the old webcomic cucumber quest if I can pull it off, which is kind of like really, I just typed, so this is a fun thing where I'm talking to you and I'm just typing in the singular thing, you know, and it's like, oh. I need to type the specific thing that I'm looking for. Um, 
Um, but yeah. Anyway, what is cucumber quest? I don't. I, it's an I don't old, know what that it's is. It's an old web comic, you know. Um, by GGDG. I don't know how to um, emphasize that if they if it's just switch. Anyway, the point mm-hmm. is, it's um it's an old unfinished, forever unfinished web comic. It's got good art. They've done work for like various games and animations since I believe. Anyway, there's a there's a, a selection of panels I think about a lot. I'm gonna replace this rat. Goodbye, <laughs> rat. You're gone now. And I have to. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna go to studio mode so I can, because there's there's some other parts of this thing, but I want to get to the important. Let's uh, third time found it. <laughs> I always forget which one um, crops images. Um, but I think about this pan, this this the sequence of panels a lot, and I think it's like a, like in you should. There's a couple things you should probably get when you log online. And I think this should come in your like logging online care package of just like it's, it's it's fine if people don't like you, and it's fine if you don't like people. That just happens. We're not all compatible, you know. Yeah, it's just people, so we're all on the same page before we start posting on forums. <laughs> some people will dislike each other, and it's not a moral failing on on either party, you know. You you can just uh you don't have to expand your. <laughs> your internet footprint right uh just by being like annoying like you could just you just don't have to comment yeah also the, yeah. you don't really have right. anything to prove and the, you know sometimes listen you can you can tell a real villain when you see it you know you can tell a real piece of shit you can usually mm-hmm. tell the difference between that and just a person you disagree with yeah i think it's a little charitable charitable to call uh pieces of shit online villains yeah i feel like villain villain sounds a little too cool <laughs> villains are yes. they have like their whole arc you know that's, that's why that's why that's why i knocked them down a little i got a little verbose for a moment and i i took them yeah. down a couple pegs yeah you're assuming the best some kind of online sludge that we interact <laughs> some, some kind of person like that yeah yeah but that's that's well and aside the point but um I'm sure this had a, a point we were getting to. <laughs> we arrived at some point, but now we're just like strangely in the middle of this town we're familiar with. How do we get here? We were wandering, and now I'm like, "How? Oh, what are we doing? Where are we? What's going on? What's 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 happening?" Oh, yeah, I know. Because there, there was <laughs> there's admittedly a time where I will admit that I was double tasking, as they say, and <laughs> filling out stuff about the the um the radio show and i was um just kind of surprised at how much i can just autopilot and talk at the same time you know i guess mm-hmm. i've been doing this long enough that i can do those but then you know in the process of doing such i retain very little of that information that is spoken to or by me at that time yeah no that's that's fine because uh, there is a period of time during this conversation where I was staring at Max Ernst paintings. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're, we're on the same page there. <laughs> well, perfect. Perfect. Well, speaking of um, um, uh, Max Ernst paintings, Andrews Kirby, for the both of you, if you were to adapt the um, the work of any prominent painter into a video game, who would it be? 
book. Well, I saw this. Okay, so while I buy time thinking yeah. of this, okay. Kirby, you buy. Kirby, don't don't listen to me. You, I won't. You, yeah, la, la, la. yeah you, you. Okay, I'm, I'm buying us time. Uh, I'm putting wax in my ears. Yeah, okay, speak. some beeswax, <laughs> uh, proverbially, of course. Uh, I was I was watching this YouTube video, you know, wasting my time, and it was this video involving an indie game where it's this side-scrolling beat-em-up sort of like boss rush thing, yeah. but it was you play as Vincent Van Gogh, and you're fighting. Like the different bosses are the different Van Gogh paintings, and I just was like, and then it has this whole story arc of you, you know, being Van Gogh, like losing your mind, and uh, I just thought that was so cool. Where it was like every every boss fight, you know, they have these different styles. Uh, and you have your uh, your painting moves, so it, it doesn't really answer the question. No, no, it sounds like it sounds like you're describing what somebody else did. No, exactly, but it it was cool and was inspiring. Yeah, uh, but I have to. What? Okay. Favorite paintings that I would. Oh I, man, not necessarily favorite, but simply one you would you would do. Right. Given the uh, option. I feel like something either abstract and or okay i don't know if this counts but so as far as so imagine the uh you know your your typical like anime vhs tape yeah uh something of, like i'm of a, like my uh, mic would put out of a sci-fi what's this what's this thing called hang on this was called uh, where is it here? Oh, it's it's called Robotech. <laughs> uh, I thought I was expecting something like I was expecting some weird deep cut that I would have to look up. Not Robotech. No, 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 no. This this from Half Price Books. Yeah. Uh, on on two dollar clean something, something along the lines of this Robotech, the Macro Saga. Macros. Macros, Macros. Saga transformation. Oh. Uh. I think, so, I've, so had, I think I've had a Macross cover. expert on the show before. I I am not. I don't even know what this is. You, you don't. Uh, oh, you can't tell me about Harmony Gold. I I <laughs> I can't even tell you about telling you about Harmony Gold. What do you think? Uh, short sidebar. What do you think Harmony Gold is? It sounds. I'm gonna guess it's a mech. You know. Uh, I feel like I, uh, uh, not not even close. Oh well. But you know something like this, yeah. where it's like some like awesome. Oh, oh my god! Have you seen? Have you seen Freedom? We just watched this. Freedom anime. I was gonna say this. Freedom. What now? Because Freedom is. A- yeah, it was this project that uh, Katsuhiro Otomo did like this uh, storyboarding and character design for. Yeah. But then it was like this promotional thing with Cup Noodle. It was, yeah, with it was Cup Noodle. It was really oh, bizarre. Uh, something like that, where you know just these. This high concept, like, okay, so what if we had the moon and also robots, you know? I feel like that would be fun. Uh, but Kirby, I think, is, is sitting on something here. Oh, yeah, so it, for an actual painting I developed, I don't know what the mechanics would be, but um, are you familiar with Georgiana Houghton? H-O-U-G-H-T-O-N. Um, I just think that her paintings are 
pretty cool, just with all the different colors and the lines. They have, they've got a, a vibe about them. I'd have, as far as like adapting them into a game. Oh my god! I just I just realized Hieronymus was his name. Oh Bosch, Bosch. I'd be so fun. Or, I feel. Uh, the the one where the skeleton is coming out of the cornfield. Yeah, yeah the, that one. There's also um, a different dude. This Polish guy. Um, it's like Zedslav Beksinski or something like that. Um, is, is that his stuff? Should, huh? I feel like um, his style just got cribbed by somebody else. Oh, that might be. Uh, I feel like there was a horror game where they were saying oh, that they someone had cribbed his style for their aesthetic. I'm I'm sure it's it's a pretty strong style. Yeah. Oh, I was actually I was just at the, not just at, but recently I was at the, uh, uh, the Minneapolis Institute of Art, um, and I saw this painting. I'm sending this again. I'm DMing this to Andrew. Okay. Uh, this one, I feel would be fun. Uh, I don't know the name of it. This one. It's cool. I think. Would could describe it or describe yeah, what yeah. you like about so, it. So, I so it's like this. Uh, so the the idea is there's a there's a plaque by by this one. I I don't know what it's called. I didn't take a picture of the plaque. Um, but it's like there was a there was another painting, and then this is like a a surrealist interpretation of it. Where it's like the original painting, but it's like blown out, and now it's like a self-portrait. Uh, like, oh man! And so there's just like, so it's the original painting. There's like a room, uh, just like in regular landscape room, but now the the new painting is like it's that same room, but like the different elements of it are like blown out into like this this like stitched together void sort of sort of vibe and like looks like a tornado went through it how would you adapt it would it be like the environment of the game or what yeah i feel like it would be an interesting environment to try to you know piece together this like or, or an interesting setting where with, with the idea of this was a normal place and then quite literally you know it was like a like torn apart and replaced into this this new hastily put together. This isn't the most original idea ever, but you could have it where there's like a normal map, and then in some way it becomes a surrealist version of that same map. Right. I also just like the the feeling of of the like all the stitches and the like the gouges that looks like out of the original painting. Oh, um. Yeah, and back to my original answer, the Georgiana Houghton. What I like about her stuff is allegedly what she talked about. She she liked doing painting uh, automatically, so it would be like she wouldn't think about it. She would just like put the, the, the brushes in her hand and then like let her hand uh, do what it wanted to do. And I think it would be interesting to try to make a game from that perspective because yeah. with programming and with like level design, that's such a... It, it, it's usually so in, such an intentional process because you have to like think about getting everything to work properly. But I think it would be really cool to try to not think about it as much as possible and just kind of stick things together how it feels right at the moment and just see what you make at the end. Yeah, I've, could be. I've thought a lot about the idea of just like 
the idea of drawing straight to ink and skipping penciling, but for video games, you know, just like yeah, hard committing to just ideas and just like not obsessing forever over it. Yeah, because that's something that Anders and I run into a lot with how we design is we almost over ideate or over design something before we begin, um, just because we're talking to each other a lot, so we're able to refine ideas really, really quickly. Um, perhaps to the detriment of just getting a unique, weird idea and running with it and having like a really short start and end time. Yeah. So I think that would be, would be a fun uh, process to, to try to work on intentionally. Right, which is like, that's kind of the, the space that Charlie and I were coming out with Kill yeah, Pro. Yeah. It's because it was for that uh, that game jam uh, the, it was for the for the people who don't know about Kill Crows originally for a uh, what where are they the strangest, strangest. yeah strangest.io uh, super sensory overload game jam uh, and so yeah so just like in typical game jam fashion it was you know idea to like we, we came up with an idea that we thought was cool and then instantly just started working on that and then in, in what was it? Three days, it was done, right? Um, and then because of that, because there wasn't that super intense ideating process, like the idea, I feel came out like very raw, mm. uh, which is you know something that Kirby and I are trying to capture again in future projects. Yeah, and I think a lot of that can be uh, accomplished by just having like a lot of assets and engine like you sort of build out your library or libraries get built out for you. So you don't yeah. have to, I think of things like platforming to controls mm. and stuff like that as those are just like paints. Like why would a single mm -hmm. person need to rebuild plot? I mean, maybe you, maybe you, you know, you adjust the pigments, you mix them a little to be yeah. your version of red, but really, uh, you know how mu how much do you need to really change from uh, making a character movement that goes up and down and left and right no that's actually a really good way to think about it because i think it's it's easy to get um to look at the the superficial differences between games and convince yourself that they're a lot more different than they actually are yeah um whereas yeah like the the fundamental skeletal structure of the game or like the like you were saying the paints being used don't actually change or like, or like you change up the painting, but like the, the style of painting that you're doing is more or less the same. It's right. kind of like, it'd be like if, if the music industry was just covering um, all of the same songs, which you could argue is kind of sort of how it is, at least with popular music. But yeah, like, I, I don't know. Like, um, I think this is again, where uh, having resource banks, like um, huge asset libraries and creative commons music and open source programming and modeling software yeah. is hugely beneficial because it just takes out so much of the startup effort for getting things to play with. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm here trying to push it one little step further and go, Hey, you know, what if, what if game mechanics themselves were also considered to be part of that clump of assets you can reuse? Like if yeah. I was, if I was to make my Zelda game, what if I can just, fire up unity and press a button and it's like yes now my controller has you know eight wave movement and it can attack you know why 
why think about those kinds of things? You know, why it seems like such an unnecessary step of the design process. Like, uh, no, I, I feel the exact same way mm -hmm. because I've been thinking of after since since publishing Ratstronaut, yeah, thing had these ideas kicking around of it's literally yeah the exact same movement controller and everything the character controller from Ratstronaut, yeah, but so like we have that down but this this whole this is a very different game it's it's uh you're talking about our current project no no we're talking about a different one oh, okay um just like uh, yeah it's like we've already gotten this this thing nailed down how we, how we'd like it so like we can build on that already or like uh what yeah our current project we're looking at previous games already mm -hmm. made it's like well like the groundwork's already done for us you know yeah well yeah because if you because you, you can use things that have been previously made as a foundation because you didn't have to do that work really at all because then you can use that as a jumping off point to make something um like either use this a similar system that's already been made for you but deeper or a, in a more interesting way or take it in a completely different direction and use the same amount of effort that you would have made creating these systems that already have been made to make something that's actually new. And I feel like that is a really cool way to utilize the art that has been um, done before you. Right. right. Games are, they're so new. There's a, I think it's hard for people to nail down like what is, you know, what are, reproducible assets and what are not like what considers like oh to be too reiterating the work especially because it's all digital and it's not like yeah it's a little more difficult than saying well i use i you know i guess all art is running into this situation where where you produce digital art and it's like well i changed the face i mean that's just those little shitty things that people are making that is that not i guess now i'm getting close to describing just what nfts are it's like oh no well, it's digital <laughs> art where i just swap out a little couple of pieces here and there and does yeah. it, at what point does it become a new piece of art and, and, well the other thing about that is even if with all of this even if it does come out being like dinky or shitty or not really uh, interesting it can still from a development side be very helpful yeah uh like helpful practice it can still be fun to you know use the the mario controller and mario assets like you know yeah. just look at super mario maker like right uh like you don't it, it you, you don't have to put everything on itch you no. you can just like make things for fun yeah you can have a sketchbook right exactly yeah, yeah. exactly yeah you can right. have you don't have to publish you can have just a project file and then you just open it up and be like, Oh, I want to, I want to mess around with like building a level around double jumping. And that's it. That can be your project file. That it's just like, it's a room within your game. That's just you playing around with the idea, the concept of a double yeah. jump. Right. Yeah. And, and without having access to um, large amounts of assets, it becomes almost impossible to sketch in like with a game. Yeah. Like you, you can you can sketch out on paper or whatever, but it's not really the same thing. Um Yeah, and I lost my train of thought, but anyway. Speaking <laughs> of trains of thought, we're uh -huh. we're we're cresting over we're well over we're not even cresting over, we've kind of rolled past 
our hour mark, which is where I try and cut these off now to keep them reasonable. Sure. So, I, you know, I also need to stop saying that, but I feel like I need to assuage my guess as to why I'm cutting them off and why I'm not cutting, or even not even cutting them off. It's why I'm bringing the show to an end, which is what I'm doing uh-huh. here today. I'm bringing the show to an end. Now we're spinning it down. That train that got off the rails, it's, you missed it because it's actually just pulling to the station. And you were like, oh, oh, perfect. I'm here. I'm at the end of the show. And now that we're at the end of the show, I have to, you've been talking about um, a lot of future projects. So I assume you would have something to plug. If not future projects themselves, where one could look for those projects should they exist at some point in the future. They'll be on itch. <laughs> they will, yeah, they will be on. Where is this? The what is it? The writing staff. Yes, but where on itch? That's the important part. All right, I got this. So I'll send this and I'll send this to you. Uh, here we go. Writingstaff.itch.io. Yeah, writingstaff.itch.io. You can or at the writing staff on Twitter if we decide to post there, which we won't. Which we probably will not. So who knows? No need to worry about that. No need to set Twitter aside in your mind. Well, I have. Do you have a, do you have a <laughs> Discord people can join? Uh, join the Indiepocalypse Discord. We're in there. Yeah, yeah that's the closest thing. <laughs> we're in the, uh, we're in the, uh, we're in the critical uh, Discord. If you, if you had us there. Uh, I, yeah, join, join, the, join the Games by Ash K Discord. I'm in there. Every, no, we don't have that. Too many people have Discords. We need to... Shut them down. Shut them. We need less. Do- I don't know. I've called. I've no. I have very uncomplicated feelings about discords, and that <laughs> I don't think everybody needs one. And it's weird how much people ask you to join their discord. I. That's why I don't advertise it because I don't need. I'm no. I'm no weird cult leader. We need, you know, waves of adulation. Ah, yes. I've got the good color that knows I'm the boss man. If you say the right things, the boss man shows up in the Discord and gives you a little, a little, a little pat on the head. You, my beautiful acolytes. Yeah, they can be really weird little experiments in hierarchy, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, but some of them also perfectly functional. You know, yeah. I, I'm a fan of like somewhat functional discords that allow you to get real time information. That I suppose websites could do as well but you know it's fine while it's here i suppose if you view yeah Discord and channels as far as as, as far as getting in contact with us feel free to also email us i think that's somewhere but if it's not they'll you figure know, it out yeah you'll, just, just dig yeah just i think it's somewhere uh yeah feel free to email if us it's if that important want. you'll figure it out yeah <laughs> yeah so well perfect i'm I'm the places that you can, if you're here, you probably know where to find Indiepocalypse. It's at Indiepocalypse.com, the number one website for Indiepocalypse stuff. Um, um, submit your games at Indiepocalypse.com slash submit. Buy, buy the zines. Subscribe to the zine at slash Patreon. All the, I'm not going to lead it up at this point. Just understand that Indiepocalypse.com comes before all the slashes. You know, we got slash submit, slash Patreon, slash radio. If you're like, oh, I wanted to hear this show, but I missed it. No, wait, that would be here. You want slash... I forget what the one is that brings you to, like, the archival page of the radio show, to, like, the anchor site or whatever. 
Um, I don't remember what that is. Doesn't really matter, I suppose. I um, there's a, a special surprise coming on Wednesday. A special bonus issue. Tell your friends to get excited about this. is a neat little another another side project I developed within Indiepocalypse. I'm excited about this one. This one is very cool. It's come together very quickly, surprisingly, and I'm a huge fan of it. I think this is a very, like, I'm just out here <laughs> doing constant work as if I was successful at any of it. I'm just marching forward as if, ah, no, this is success. I'll just act like I'm an ever-expanding, successful venture. But... Anyway, um, if you make games, I'm also tomorrow, and uh, for all points in the future, I'm g- running a consignment shop where you can, you know, give me a modest printing fee for me to print postcards on, and then I will bring your games to all future shows that I go to, large or small, and sell games as on consignment as a way of, you know, you got to change the way the indie market is viewed and everything like that. You have to fundamentally shake up everything. You can't, you can't fight people with community managers and marketing teams. And that's pizza, that's pizzapranks.com slash consignment. Sounds right. Um, but that's it. That's the show. I'm, we're we're pulling into the old, the old station, and we're calling it calling it one. And what we're calling is the end of the show. Anders Kirby, thank you for being here. I didn't say your names during the show because I, and you know, as it turns out, I never quite differentiated you perfectly. <laughs> so I never took, right. that, I never yeah, took there that was no Functional difference. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No problem. Thank you for having us. Yeah, this is great. Well, glad to be here. Glad to talk to you. And I'm going to leave people with, hey, actually playing music at the end of this as opposed to all those other times at the beginning of the show where I screwed it up. This time, I didn't screw it up. And the music's going to play as we leave. And I'll be back next week with more probably game developers. That's what usually comes on this show. Occasionally not. But, you know, it's the people I have easy access to, easiest access to and who are most likely to appear on the show cold emailing people listen listen it's a lot it's enough to cold email people to call them on to bring this on the show it's doubly so if i also have to explain to them <laughs> sort of what indiepocalypse is you know then it's just like yeah i don't have that form email yet or actually i think i do anyway anyway goodbye everyone <laughs>